0: you have an airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host
1: this week in league tony abbott's pissed off that page Spiranak has done more for gay conversion therapy than he ever could
2: stockholm syndrome has its name updated to st george syndrome as Dragons fans
3: talk themselves into Woodsy. Adam Reynolds begins his Broncos career with the same impact he consistently gave South. None, because he's injured. Plus,
2: we look ahead to all the action for round one of the 2022 NRL season.
1: All that more this week in Welcome to episode number 444 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. I'm Jay. And I'm a Glenn. You're on, Glennie. You're on. You're back. I'll tell you, before we started recording today, Glennie was very quiet. He didn't say two words. Very quiet. A little bit bit cranky, but brought him back with some fucking wholesome family.
0: (laughs) (laughs)
2: All it took uh, was the riddle of how rigor mortis set in before death,
1: and <laughs> <laughs> it didn't make it into one of our lines. But anyway. <laughs> 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 that on that stage. It's uh, still thirty boys. weeks, boys. We we are um, is that it's come to that time when the footy is about to start again. Finally, after we I mean, we actually we have quite a long off season. These players, they'll go they'll, they'll have their Mad Monday and they'll uh, they'll duck off. But you know, with our member sides, Straight through, baby. Just working. There's work. no off season. We're professionals. Formation, fucking mate. summer league. Yeah, good. Yep. But now we're back. And uh we're back for the real deal now because Footy is finally back. And uh we've decided that there's no news fit to print today. So we're going straight into the fucking games. Let's go. Round one tomorrow night. And I tell you, is it is it just me or is it has it actually snuck up on you or
2: no, because it's March.
1: Okay, yeah. Like, <laughs> I, and we're recording on Wednesday night. And we're recording the flash show. I know that, but <laughs> <laughs> so what? The fuck is your point, mate? <laughs> until, we, until we see it, until until the the, the kickoff happens, it's like I'm still I believe it's fucking real. It's uh, it's just it's it's a weird sort of build up. I don't know if it's uh, you know pandemic, fall, just all the other shit that we've had to deal with, like fucking flooding and the rest of it. I don't know if it's all that sort of thing just been, you know, just ripping the focus elsewhere, but uh, shout out to our to our uh, Twill Nation members and friends in uh, in Sydney that appear to be at the moment copping the same treatment that we copped a week and a half ago.
0: Yeah. Uh, so,
1: so uh, I wish you all the best down there, folks. I uh, hope you're not getting too flooded out and... um we look forward to the day where Sydney and Brisbane listeners can join hands and uh, rejoice when this torrential downpour fucking washes tell what, into the fucking if, ocean.
2: If, Sid- if there's one thing, yes. like how good are Sydney and Brisbane people at dealing with adversity? Like They've had to cop so much adversity over the last 24 months. Um, Sydney people and Brisbane people New South Wales people and Queensland people. Like, just hold your, hold your heads up high. Um, you've, be, you've been through such tough times. Um, and, and the rest of the world looks at you and, and is proud of how you've uh, you know, carried yourself. So
1: It's but, funny. Like, Brisbane or Queensland and New South Wales people, I haven't seen any talk about their, their premiers being jailed Mm. Despite the fact that New South Wales Premier resigned under the fucking under the shadows, shadow, of <laughs> Premier, shadow of corruption, fraud, corruption.
2: <laughs> yeah. so I'll tell, tell you what, I haven't seen uh, in Sydney or Queensland. Un- unlike our fucking frittata third cousin, um, there's been no protests claiming that the floods are fake. <laughs>
3: True, you know. Although I mean, Tested like, the water. You know, it's definitely, yeah. definitely wet.
1: Yeah, but I mean, as mentally challenged as some, and factually challenged as, as some of those protesters would be, they'd have a lot of fucking. There'd be a lot of gymnastics involved <laughs> <laughs> to, to some to somehow. Uh, oh yeah, see,
2: you know that video. The fact they,
1: that Rock Lee's underwater. <laughs>
2: the video they said was Rock Lee. That's uh, that's actually Botswana in 1985. So, fake news.
1: Yeah. Right. Now, games, boys. Mm. Starting up tomorrow night, Thursday night, the uh, two best teams in the competition. Why not start with the fucking cream of the crop? The uh, Penny Panthers taking on uh, the Mighty Manly Seagulls out there at uh, Bluebet Stadium. Now, uh, what do you make of this game, Glennie? Fucking cracker. The kick off,
3: and and I note that some of the more traditional matchups of uh, you know for round one are no longer.
1: Yeah, I mean now now the NRL is just like, hey, we're a business. Let's mm. fucking go with what fucking earns. Yeah. Rather Which, than, rather rather than trying to force the fucking this force 15th feed 16th place and Broncos down people's necks. Now, I mean this game this game does it, it has had a. a, a a slight sheen taking off with you, know, a couple with with players like um, like uh, Nathan Cleary and uh, Josh Schuster and a couple of other guys that you know we would all hope to you know, start the season <laughs> Did, off. you just but, um, put you didn't.
3: What's massive main? outs? Massive outs such as Nathan Cleary. Definitely agree with you. Josh Are you, are you putting them on the same level? He's practically the rookie like, of the year. He's fuck basically the clear in 2025. Jay, how are you <laughs> sitting there with nothing to say well, with this fucking... How am I jumping to the defence of... How am
1: I more offended than you?
2: Because I I'm am all, I'm all on my 2022
1: vibe. <laughs> oh, Fuck. Uh, you know, he's, what? Dairy, he's, he's sitting at the Dairy um, Queen, mate. Motherfucker, I'm, I'm go back to being queen. the
3: same cunt you've been every year that I've known you. How, this, this is not
1: you. How, I don't like it. How, <laughs> how am I? Loving this 2022 vibe. I'm loving. How it. am I going to point
2: out that I'm actually enjoying every time that Nate says that cunt's name? <laughs> it sounds like a disabled kid talking about his female sibling. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, we're awake. We
1: are awake. There goes, there goes star.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, so good. I don't know that Penrith can get the job done without Cleary. Glenny,
1: I just want to bring a couple of things up to you for, you to, for discussion. For oh, these, are
3: these fucking ridiculous
1: as the first point you made? <laughs> Defending premiers, mate, at home, they had to play a significant portion, second half of the season, more or less, yeah, but they had away from, May away from then, home. mate. They had they a the chance to properly celebrate the premiership with their own people. This is their fucking homecoming party, this game. There's no there's no way they can fucking lose this game. It just means too much to them. I'm not saying it's their grand final, but it's their fucking grand final celebration.
3: I've heard you play this tune before, Nathan. Some would say if there was a greatest hits CD that come out of you and the tunes that you fucking play, this would be track one. This bullshit. I'm not falling for it.
1: What what is this track? What are are you saying? Nate
3: Nate fucking trying to give all the credit to to the opposing team and lull them and their fans and the listeners of this show into a false sense of security. So then when Manly win, as I think they'll do in this game, you come out and then fucking start chirping. And if they lose, you're like, well, I fucking told you.
1: I'm flattered, I'm flattered you. that you think that what I say has any bearing on the fans, players, and other other organisations yeah. of the Penrith Panthers.
3: Nate's back, greatest hits. Flattered. Back, back to, available back now on the, Spotify.
2: Back to the actual important stuff. Is it just me, or does our replacement for Cleary look like an Aldi James Tedesco?
3: Yes, I, I wholeheartedly agree. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs>
2: look, um you're right. They did play a lot of last year without Cleary and they did exceedingly well without him. They did have, you know, a, a fair substitute in Burdo. Um although, in, you know, to and I, be, and to I be also fair, I also think the
1: utility value of dollars in these times as well is probably something they'll miss.
2: But they they didn't they didn't use that ready-made replacement in Burdo. Um they used Tyrone May. Yeah. And if there's if there's one thing Sean O'Sullivan is not, it's Tyrone May. So that's a,
3: that's a good thing
1: right um you know
2: the first couple of rounds it's, it's funny true.
1: that you can think of it either way though right I mean, I like it could be <laughs> I mean the, I guess we'll yeah, see positive, <laughs> positive things in the selection committee of the Panthers for round 1 round 1 and the off season was one kicked fucking Tyrone mate to France yeah. two Palin May's not <laughs> is <laughs> no, not going to be playing this week. So I I think a, 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 there's there's one you can certainly say a lot about a clearless Penrith Panthers side. But you can also say a lot about a mayless Penrith yeah, Panthers side. That's it. That's it. And I'm not saying they balance out. And I
2: I think this game's going to be important for Penrith to really get out there and and put their their identity for 2022 in there. And and that being just that forward pack that's going to work and work and work and work, and and really knuckle down in defence. It's a, a big mission first up, obviously against the arguably the you know in the top three best attacking players you know I've seen in the last what, decade.
3: Do you think Penrith Penrith's game evo- evolves to a great degree? I don't. I think the rest of the comp no. is trying to not at all morph into what they do game—the only
1: way their game changes—maybe not the manly's uh, in,
3: in the east, but certainly everyone below that.
1: Their, go, their game only changes based on, you know, some of the slight tweaks to the rules. I think, mm.
2: yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, clear, clear is a big out. Um, but again, the the first the first couple of games of the season, you know, fitness is going to be an issue. Everyone's had different levels of disruption in the off season mm. in terms of who had COVID, who didn't, who's coming back from that um i'm i'm actually a little bit concerned about any effects of long covid you know i know we've had athletes in other sports around the world um you know have covid and come back from it successfully but but i would argue that none of the sports they're in take the physical toll on the body for the the length of a game that rugby league does mm. so it's going to and be particularly a particularly very- like
1: that, that effect on like on 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 cardio fitness
2: yeah stamina yeah, yeah, and yeah and longevity over that eighty minutes. So, um, but you're right. Cleary being out's a big one. Capel being out's a big one as well. Uh, but there's some kids there that are that are stepping up now and need to be to be part of that eighteen. Overall, how much
1: rain is how much rain is, is they are they copping out in the west at the moment?
2: Let me have a look at my weather application.
1: I mean, it's my, I, I mean, I have seen they've been getting absolutely flogged. Mm. More like sort of in the east of Sydney, like around look, the coastal sort of areas it, and. En- uh, enough. Cam-
3: Camden's flooded. Campbelltown's parts of Campbelltown's yeah, okay. flooded.
1: I know about enough
2: that if you watch free to wear television, expect about a thousand fucking Moses jokes every time Leota touches the ball. Oh, yeah,
1: right. I suppose the oh. Parramatta game is going to be similar, um, in that respect. Okay. Well, yeah. It's also like there are just like historical things that that I can't look past to this game as well as like Manly never start seasons well really don't play particularly well in the wet, <laughs> and I, mean, I feel like we got both. We're gonna have both of those things in fucking spades. And the other thing, I'm, quite, I'm worried. I'm worried a little bit about the not not the the the, the fitness Actually, of some players, but I mean the the injury status of some players. Like Marty to barely, I think, got back for this game after the injury he sustained in the trial. Um, F
2: Y I, no rain yeah. forecast for Penrith for tomorrow.
1: Yeah, that's good. So I mean, at least he will have a, a a day to dry off. Yeah. That's um, so yeah, I'm a little bit worried about how I heard that. Foreign was like you know touch and go to make this game. So it's not the not necessarily the you know the cardio fitness, but just to be fair, foreign's status. touch and
3: go to make every game.
1: Hey, fucking, he, he got to sail through last season pretty well though. I mean that was you know certainly certainly you could say his time with the dogs. <laughs> para, <laughs> well, para. I mean, what time with para? I mean, you, I mean you last longer in bed than he lasted at Parramatta. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, fantastic. I have a better time in bed than he had at (laughs) Parra, Oh, absolutely. Um, All right,
1: who you got, Glenny? You say manly, are you? Yeah, I say manly. Oh, and I'd say stepdad is uh, is supremely confident in the kids uh, getting Panthers home.
2: 13 plus.
1: Book it in. And and I say manly by 30. And that's what my tip is. So I've basically fucked myself out of the... uh, the margin portion of the tipping competition in round one. (laughs) The uh, Canberra Raiders are taking on the Sharkies, uh, the pub slot game on Friday uh, down in Canberra. This game, both sides had their moments in the the trials, and I've given more credit to the Sharks than I've ever given in the history of, of being on this show for the way that they dumped the dead wood at the conclusion of last season. I still, mm. I'm still amazed. It was, it is the single most impressive dumping of dead wood I think I've ever seen in an off season, and uh, I guess it's time to see but, how the. But uh, not, the not, half, not only
2: that, they've, yep. they've replaced it well. Mm. Like you know, yeah, the yeah. the addition of guys like Finucane.
1: I think Definitely. Finucane is going to be so huge for for these. Yeah, like your Tody Rudolphs and like guys like that who are clearly talented players, but they just go through these periods of drifting in and out of games. They get lazy. You know, they're not probably as fit as they should be. Across the season, I think that he, that Finucane's influence on those guys is going to is going to tell like yes. in a positive mm-hmm.
3: way. Yep, I think there's a few different com- like few new combinations for both sides, so especially Cronulla, but um, I. I I think Canberra at home this early in the season. I think Cronulla will take a bit of time to to warm in to the style of play um, that they'll they'll fall into under Fitzgibbon. Um, a bit more consistency in that regard for Canberra there at home. I think Canberra will
1: win. Yeah, I'm not This is. A, I found this one when I was uh, tipping this one. I found it really difficult to to come because obviously Canberra have some uh, some great forwards. But that also plays into the, stre- the, the, the strength that the Sharks have in their side as well. And I wonder if they sort of nullify each other a little bit and and that Whiten, you know, by and large, have to do, do it himself, I think, as far as the focus of a lot of Canberra's attack. Mm. Whereas the Sharks, I mean, Nico Hines, sure, sure he, he may not gel with Matt Moylan in the halves round one. And I don't think they spent any time at all playing together in the trials, did they? I didn't, did Moylan play mostly, in the Trolls? No, no, it was mostly, It was. Mm. I think it was Trindle, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, so while, you know, I don't expect them to have a combination, I mean, yet, I mean, Nico Hines is already, it already seems like he's building up an understanding with Will Kennedy, and not only that, he can just do brilliant things by himself anyway. Mm. So, yeah, I don't know, I mean, I'm kind of, I'm kind of favouring the Sharks, but, uh, you know, it was so out of character for me, but yeah, I I, I don't know who I actually tipped. I should actually see who who I, I did put my yeah, and I went the sharks. So there you go. It's locked in for me, stepdad.
2: Yeah, look, I I don't have any faith in Canberra's mind. I need to see, I need to see some some very different late game behaviour or close situation behaviour from the Raiders before I give them absolutely any chance of doing anything positive this season because yep. they were a clusterfuck last year and it's already started. Um, all the reports, like the, yeah. well, the, the stuff, has come up yeah, again. Yeah, you got the Ryan Sutton Some, stuff. Someone here, else's girlfriend's this. Yeah. Like, that, that sort of stuff, for that to be the culture of that club.
1: It's not necessarily even the culture of the club, but it's, it, it's the type of coach and the type of person that, that Ricky Stewart is. Like Sutton announces that he's going elsewhere next year. And so, despite being a better player than a couple of the guys in the side ahead of him, Ricky just spitefully drops him for round one. And, like, sure, it's not really the wag's place to get on Instagram and start fucking gobbling off about it either. Look,
2: at least Russell Westbrook's a a previous MVP winner, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, so yeah, so you're going Sharkies as well. I'm going Sharkies. Right? Nice. Okay, the uh, late game on Friday, the Brisbane Broncos take on the South Sydney Rabbitohs at Suncorp Stadium, and it's incredible that it's like ten days out of being underwater, mm. and they're good and they're good to go for yeah. a game of football. Yeah. Um, both of these sides, obviously, you know, share you know, have some have some common you know common experiences in this game, and that is that they're paying they're half back to play and he's injured. So this time it's the Broncos. It's the Broncos. <laughs> it's just the Broncos cross the bear. <laughs> and uh, so they'll be going in with uh, Billy Walters and Albert Kelly in the house.
3: I've got to say Reynolds is obviously a big out for the Broncos, but Billy Walters is potentially going to have a far more detrimental impact on the Brisbane Broncos uh, by way of his inclusion in the side. Um now, obviously, a,
1: there could be the, the accusation of nepotism there, but as someone who has, you know, probably witnessed the play of Billy Walters more intently than than the rest of us, he's
3: he's enthusiastic in attack. and I give him credit for that, and he, and he's quite a skillful player. More, more, you know, just a guy that's on the ball and plays with a lot of enthusiasm and energy. Um, unfortunately, that energy doesn't carry across to his defensive duties, and is easily. One of the biggest defensive liabilities I've ever seen play first grade consistently, uh, and I think Cody really? Walker. Oh, he's fucking horrible. And I and I follow the West Tigers, mate.
1: <laughs> yeah, they, like, <laughs> I, I could I could see stepdad's face. Yeah. I know I know what he's talking about. Yeah. like yeah, even in a side that, that includes your mate.
3: Yeah, hundred percent. Wow, he's he's fucking terrible. And right. so and I'm if they his way home. and yeah, and if if they have him defending on an edge, Cody Walker and uh, Kaloa Matangi, those got they'll have him all at sea, and and I think South will win convincingly as a result.
1: Yeah. I mean, South still have the, the you know more than a nucleus like they still mm. have like a massive chunk of uh, a, a side that you know came close to the grand you know winning the grand final last year. Yeah. Um. Mm. You know, sure that sure there's been a change of codes, and like you know, losing their halfback is is massive, especially when they're putting like a a kid in to to fill that void. Mm. Um, but yeah, I still think they've got way it, too much. For yeah, goes to handle.
2: It, it's tough when the dynamic of their halves was what it was. Yeah. As in Reynolds was the controller, and and Walker was the the creative, if you like. Mm. Um, to to put an untested kid in there, that that's going to be the toughest bit. Um, Souths just have enough sheer athletic talent out the back to to get this one done very easily.
1: Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Okay, moving on to Saturday, the Sydney Roosters take on the Newcastle Knights at uh, the SCG. The Newcastle Knights blow early in the season, losing their hooker again. Mm. Yeah. Also losing their best their best forward. Um DSAF. Glenn, I see the confused look on your face. Sorry. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I was looking at the rest of
3: the forwards and going, "Fuck! It wouldn't have to be that good to be the best, but one of them." Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Rooster side. Yeah, they're in. They're in pretty good. Pretty good shape. They're in the best shape they've been in for mm. a full year. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, honestly, they uh, got Connor Watson slotting straight into the nine um, for his revenge game against the Knights. How much are the rooster's going to win by oh this could
3: be this could be one of those early season well sorry, one of those blowouts that you see at the back end of the season and it's going to happen in round one um yeah i don't i don't know that the knights have enough i don't i don't think they have enough to stem the the tide of points that the roosters are capable of putting on them and and they certainly don't have enough. To test the Roosters' um, defense and and put points on them, put them under pressure. So I think the Roosters will have it all their own way.
1: Yeah, I mean that's fine of the Knights. I just don't like I, as it stands. They just don't. They they just do not have it. And I, I like Jake Clifford as a player. I mean, he he was great uh, leading up to his departure from the Cowboys, great. and he's, he had some and, and he had some good moments as well for the Knights at, after he started with those guys. But it's just he's not that guy though, right? He's not that no, guy but- that's going
3: to take on the Roosters and, and single-handedly yeah. turn the game.
1: <laughs> certainly, not in, certainly not in round one in a, in a new combination as well. I'm not saying the combination is not going to build itself as the season mm. goes on. But round one, you know, I, I don't have much hope for him.
2: Mm. Not at all.
1: Righto, Warriors versus the Dragons. This one up at Sunshine Coast Stadium. And uh, the Warriors side. A new-look-old-look look Warriors side with Sean Johnson there in the seven. Hmm. Partnering Cody Nikarima. the dragons very new walk because as the, as the as the sharks got rid of the dead wood uh, <laughs> the, 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 the St. George Illawarra dragons <laughs> certainly scooped a bunch of it up <laughs> so <laughs> what do you make of this one Glenny it's
3: like a fucking an arc made out of dead wood crashed in St. George Illawarra and they just fucking swept it up and made a football team out of it fucking ugly I don't like their side at all. Andrew McCulloch, is he still playing? Um, I think the Warriors... I think I, I don't think the Warriors are going to be a great side this year, but they'll certainly be better than the Dragons.
1: You reckon they'll be better than Dragons over the Dragons over the course of the season?
3: Oh, maybe that's just me wanting them to be, because I can't stand yeah. the Dragons or their fan base, but
1: um, I'm going to go the Warriors. Yeah, the Dragons are a tough one for me because... the. They've got that clear dead wood in guys like Jetski and mm. um and Aaron Woods. Most of them is not necessarily dead wood. I mean there's no. utility value there, but they're paying too much for what they're getting from him. You know, I mean they're paying way too much to be a fourteen. Mm. Um first time in a long
3: time someone's mentioned St. George of and Tough in the same sentence.
1: But even as got, a joke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they've got they've got some great young players that I think build the nucleus of you know, a side that can, you know, definitely improve going forward, like, yeah, you know, like Amoni and, and Sloan mm. in the fullback. I'm, I'm not a fan of Cody Ramsey at all, but um, Zach Lomax is, yeah, he's great. I mean, he could mm. finish the year. He's one of, you know, he's like a top five center.
2: Remember, he, he was banging on origin selection last year. And, yeah. and I know that that's, that's during the Dragons classic, you know, early season table-topping yeah. performance, but... um. What I feel the Dragons like last year was any sort of combination or, or consistency, where where as soon as Lomax and Dufty had start to learn to play together, you know, one of them would do something stupid and just go off on a fucking tangent by themselves. Yeah, or um, they or
1: they'd be getting or, or they you know in Lomax they'd be getting injured or Duffy yeah. just be getting you know, in in out you know dropped again. Yeah, that's
2: it. Um, I don't see this Dragons forward pack. Doing anything of substance for eighty minutes, and I think the issue with having such young kids that they've got is that that they really need a platform laid. If you're going to run that dragon's backline, mm. you want a fucking top-notch forward pack to to pick them up when they fuck up. Because at that age, yeah, your floor and your ceiling are further apart than they are as you mature as a player.
3: And if you're relying on your backline rather than your forwards, you're going to need a backline that's that's tough and gritty. And that's it. They're too young. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So, yep. um, and I just, don't, I, I can't, I cannot under, I cannot understand the logic in starting Aaron Woods. I mean, I just feel like starting Aaron Woods is conceding that you don't have
2: now. Here's two thing, right? or
1: three better props.
2: I was talking to a Dragons fan this week.
1: I'm sorry to hear that.
2: And all the other people in his fucking punting group. Yes, I am talking about the Dragons fan. You think I am? But I yes. wasn't. But I wasn't last time. Because <laughs> I thought that I had recently heard some of the most cook takes about anything in life come out of this person um, until I heard him say, oh, Woodsy's all right at the price we got him for. No. Um, so... If Woodsy so was if,
3: free, it's still not all right.
2: <laughs> if there is any impact to your salary cap that prevents you giving that money to another player and... He, I guarantee you, he will average directly letting in one try per game. If I came to you and said, "Hey," and a, and a play the ball, fucker, um, I'll tell you what: for your team this year, you're going to have two hundred thousand dollars less salary cap than everybody else, and you don't start each game at nil nil. You start each game at six nil down. <laughs> Is that a good deal? <laughs> <laughs>
1: No. Well, this is the thing. Even if he was free, I mean, there's still a cost. Everything has a cost. There is an opportunity cost. (laughs) Well, that cost is six points. (laughs)
2: Fucking hell. Yeah, yeah, Uh, No. Dragons are specials for the spoon.
1: Come back to us, (laughs) Zebby. Come back to us, mate. (laughs) You've gone too far. (laughs) Uh, The West Tigers... (laughs) Take on the what Northern was that? Streams. What was that movie
2: where Brad Pitt went fucking like crazy with the Native Americans? Because he saw his brother in the barbed wire in the war.
3: Oh, Dances oh, with Wolves. Movie. Yeah, no, I love that movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking hell!
1: Oh, fuck Lenny. <laughs> One of your best. It's got, it's got Anthony Hopkins in it. I like how you... Yeah, I, know like it was, I know it was rhetorical, but the fact
3: Legends that you were the pitching, that, you pitching that in a conversation this involving Brad, me. Brad, Brad Pitt looked absolutely
1: beautiful with long long blonde hair.
2: As, as, as soon as he started speaking, I felt like Brad Pitt in that movie, seeing my brother in the barbed wire. <laughs> Twitching. Oh, okay. All
1: right. oh. West Tigers versus the Melbourne Storms at uh Combank Stadium in uh Parramatta. The West Tigers side. Okay, Glee. So the so the, the big thing with the West Tigers is that they're going to be without Dewey for a period of time. Mm. A significant period of time. A season endingly significant length of games, right? Mhm. He's got like about mid season.
3: Mm, I don't know exactly the number yeah. of weeks at this stage, but um
1: we've got a we've got to do without him. Without mm-hmm. our k- captain, my captain, or one of um, yeah, the positive side. The positive side, Dane Laurie. Dane Laurie's there. Uh, you certainly missed him when he was out towards the tail end of the season. Definitely. I hope you had of you know beating some of the minnows you're up against <laughs> when out the window with him. <laughs> um, what do you? What do you make? Oh, look, look, I know. I know you that you're not going to be confident in round one, surely, right? I you mean, know you me, feel Nathan, like I'm a realist. I'm a realist. You
3: know me. I've never been one in all the years that I've been on the show. I've never been one and talked the Tigers up in round one.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. It's not he's my thing. A he's getting
3: a hat-trick, <laughs> Lee. <laughs> is it Gildart? Is, is he the Could be Gildart. MI6. Or is, Ken- or is it
1: Kenny Malmella? MI6,
3: the Secret Service from England. He's, he's going to surprise everyone. He's a little silent assassin. Is he? No, probably not. Um, what What good would a noisy assassin be?
2: I'm here here to kill you.
3: (laughs) My sister. (laughs) I'm going to kill you and you, sister. That's going to stick with me for far longer than it should. (laughs) Hello, it's the Loud Family Assassin. (laughs) Is he from (laughs) Melbourne? (laughs) Oh, oh I bet he loves potato cake.
2: Gonna um, kill you so you don't get five g <laughs>
0: right,
3: Oh so no, Jay! One, please round, keep like, going
1: so I don't have to talk about this game. <laughs> your look, your your thoughts over the, over the season. Fine. Round one against the Melbourne Storm. Melbourne Storm, obviously, with some you know key losses as the, as the yeah, some of the quality players in the squad gets further eroded. This year is probably what the last dance, maybe. Because there's a lot look, of guys. To be fair though, boys. Time. To be fair, you look at you, you look down that list of Melbourne Storm
3: players There's a few there's a few guys getting through on reputation. You got Pappenhausen, you got Jerome Hughes. I don't know there's a lot of attack. Oh so they're, they're, they're the guys they're, they're not the guys them. that are
1: getting through on reputation.
3: No, those guys, I, I think they're brilliant players, but Yeah, right. It's a fucking it's a steep steep drop from, from them. Um when you look at the Tigers' back line, it's fucking scintillating.
1: Absolutely I'm looking scint. at the Tigers' back line, I'm looking at the Storm one, and I'm going, yeah, look, you know, you're right. <laughs> some, of those Storm, some of those Storm guys, I mean, you know, they've certainly at other clubs. I mean, they, they haven't delivered a heck of a lot, but then I still I look at them matched up against the Tigers and look at what they've delivered over their, their tenure in the NRL. I'm like, well. Why
3: are you going to respond
1: with facts?
2: Hey, Glenn, the Tigers are paying as much to win this game as they are to make
3: the eight. <laughs>
1: So that so that falls into the more you put Boys, on, the more you get back. Just
3: just amuse yourselves while I put a, put a quick bet on. <laughs> uh, look, you're right. In all seriousness, we are building. Um, I'm keen to see how Jackson Hastings goes. I think the Tigers have a lot to prove to their to themselves, to their to their fans. <laughs> Some fairly disillusioned people leaving Redcliffe. Uh, September last year, I can tell you. Um, a 38 year drubbing to the dogs will yeah. fucking do that to you. Like. Correct. Um, yeah, fuck. So, you know, to their credit, they've made some changes. Um, there's a couple that I would have liked them to, to have made, but they haven't. is um, still inside, so that's that's one to work on. Um, I think they, they need to come out and, and – be competitive and put a strong showing against the storm. Um, where, where are you playing? At home? No, Para yeah. Parramatta.
2: Combat. So you got you guys only have a thirty three percent win rate at your home ground.
1: Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> is it really our fucking home ground? <laughs> it's, not, it's not real. I mean, yeah. It's you,
2: not yes, great. no. Yes, yes, it is. Your club has decided to make <laughs> that your home ground.
3: Listen, that's your home ground. I, I know that your autism would indicate you have to take it very literally, but it's not fucking really it's paris home ground and so for saw, the so financial so jungle benefit jungle. no it, no it's fucking not well the house oh. that you house that you grew
2: up in was your house once but not anymore <laughs> after you move out of it
3: and buy another no, one that was the government's house we just rented it <laughs> <laughs> we just paid a very small amount of rent to she live there
1: the Right, so we're all... Strong showing for the Tigers what we, is what I'm looking all for. We've agreed the Storm's going to win easily, right?
2: This is about the I worst kind of situation for the Tigers in round one. And it, it it's how unfair... You know, not not all teams start the season equally. You look at the... You know, look at Penrith, for example. They can come out and they could get done by Manly. And it's, oh, well, we, we finished off the, you know, fucking Premiers last year. No Cleary. First game of the round. Doesn't matter. Brush it off. You know? Brush it off. The Tigers could lose by two points and play the best game of their lives against a top tier side, lose by two points, and it's up. Here we go again. Here we go again. You're right. So th- this is about the worst possible situation for the Tigers
3: to be. I've, I've slipped a lazy fiver on Tigers thirteen plus just quietly. <laughs> so yeah,
1: bet with this. couple remember? Mates. A couple of years ago, there was um the the Tigers had this like they had a terrible draw the first the first month. Yeah, play, yeah. like you know the the Storm and then, and then East and. And they actually yep. came out of that period with what four? They were four and zero, or they they'd won. Oh, oh like, yeah, three yeah. and two three or something. They would they'd, yeah. they'd scra- they'd scraped these games, but they'd beaten they'd beaten these guys like you know by two or yeah. No yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah. Dare to dream, Glenny.
3: Remember that time fondly.
1: Yeah, they, they didn't win again that season. I don't think <laughs> after that first month, but but it was a good month. <laughs> Maybe the best month they've had since twenty eleven. I don't know.
3: <laughs> Sports bet bet with mates. Tigers thirteen plus.
1: Yeah, um, I'm 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 going to decline to be your mate on this one. <laughs> <laughs> this is a real Charlie Staines not, fucking not the not, score. Not, not the first time <laughs> you've ever said that, mate. Yeah. The uh, Eels taking on the Gold Coast Titans on Sunday afternoon, same venue, and uh, the Eels. Good preseason, mm. very good hit out against the Panthers in their in their last trial game. Got their fans buzzing. This year is the year we're seeing in the, in the papers. They never say that. This year, yeah, they never say that. I mean, so you know that they must really mean it this time. So, uh, the Titans. I can't even remember what the fuck the Titans did in the trials. But as we mentioned in, the, in our preseason episode last week, they are rolling with an extremely green spine this season. Yeah. How long is it going to take Brimson and Sexton to get it together? Aaron Clark, I've never particularly rated. I mean, they, I felt like they were using Mitch Rain more, weren't they, than, than Clark anyway. Um, mm. And Jane Campbell, look, I love how he plays. I love the, the – he's got that enthusiasm of a, of a kid. Mm. Brilliant attacking player. But – I don't know if he's put the size is, on that
3: I was hoping you would have put on in the off-season.
1: He's put yeah, some on, it's gonna, but yeah, it's, it's going to take, take time. But – Against a very settled lineup in the Eels, they've these guys have, have campaigned together, almost un, almost unchanged, over you know a, a number of seasons now, and I just don't know if it's uh it's going to happen for the old uh, Titans.
3: Yeah, I, ca- I can't see the Titans winning this game as much as it pains me to admit it. Um, in order for them to win, Fafita has to have one of those one of those games, but even off the back of that I, th- I think Paris should still be too good
1: Yeah, you need, they need Fafita to have one of those games, but at the same time they also need Moses to have one of those games, and Brown to have one of those games, yeah, yeah, and Gutho to have one of those like when I say one of those games, I mean like where the they... game up at the Sunshine Coast against Manly Yeah, where like, they need to have one of those games, I think, to even give the Titans a chance uh, like the Titans are definitely, like they're building building aside for the future, but I just wonder if the if the the spine players can get up to speed and realise their potential, and coincide it with these you know glorious years of David Fafita's career mm. and Tino's career. You know, I mean, because it's all yeah to win a comp, you know, a lot of shit has to come together at the same time, and I just I feel like their their spine you know it's just starting from too far back. Yeah, Uh, um, but yeah, round one, round one, um, you know, very confident that the Eels will do the job. Yep. Finally, wow. There's that old adage that, you know, save the best to last. It doesn't apply. apply. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't apply (laughs) in the NRL round one 2022 when the North Queensland Cowboys take on the Bulldogs (laughs) up there at the abattoir in Townsville. Uh, And Holy shit. I don't, I, 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 it's really bad to say at this stage of the season before I'm even burned out by it all, but it's tough. It's tough to get. It's tough to get up for this game, and when I say get up for it, I mean like watch it. Realistically, the Bulldogs already in trouble. I mean the 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 trumpets are sounding for the potential first sacking of the season for a coach being the Bulldogs coach in Trent, and like obviously I'm super, super very much here for that. Uh, the Cowboys. Yeah, Peyton, very highly touted, did great things with the Warriors when he took over as the caretaker for the second half of that season, you know, two years ago. Mm. Has not happened for him with the Cowboys, and not only hasn't it happened for him, he's had some things as well where for whatever reason, things haven't gelled with Tal Malolo, he doesn't know how to use him properly, refused to use him the way that, that Paul Green was using him that fucking worked. Um, Tom Malala had injuries and then we you know there's all of those sorts of whispers they've brought in very publicly new halves combinations new halves players and uh, despite what we saw in the trials Drinkwater is not there and they're going to kick off the season with Tom Dearden and Chad Townsend yeah in the halves
2: mm. look do you know who the Bulldogs are?
1: Tell me. They Give put, me the metaphor.
2: They put on this big fucking show about all, all their might and all their new acquisition and how big and fucking scary they are. Mm-hmm. They're the fucking Russian army. <laughs> um, I can't for the life of me find a way to make the Cowboys Ukraine. Uh, Just,
1: I mean, like, you know, vaguely colour scheme-wise, if you lighten that blue up. Maybe. (laughs) Um,
2: In saying that, Bulldogs, the the, the fucking Ruble, they're worthless. (laughs) Uh, And all that we can hope is that everyone in both of these sides suddenly... Fucking, there's a, a breakout at Chernobyl Townsville. They all fucking die, and each team just gets two points when they were scheduled to play them and save everyone the misery of watching these two dumpster fires fight it out for the next fucking 20-something rounds. Um,
3: But I, I do think the Bulldogs will win. I agree. I think the Bulldogs will win. I... This <laughs> is... Just... It's gonna sound like a strange comment, but I agree with everything you said. <laughs> <laughs> but I am actually I am actually interested to see how Matt Burton goes. More responsibility, yeah. more expectation around, you know, a bigger a bigger role to play in a side, you know, as you say, they've they've done a lot of recruitment. And their expectations uh, from the hierarchy of the club are going to, you know, not just him. Obviously, there's, you know, Addo, Carb, um, TPJ, guys like that. But I I think Burton is is the guy they're they're looking to really spark their attack, which last season was fairly fucking
1: limp. Did you see the trial game against the
3: Sharks? Well, I also saw the last round of last season. So, um, you know, there's points in there.
1: Yeah, but that that trial game against the Sharks, the only points they scored was from Burton mm. stepping yeah. and scoring. That was that was yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, look, like Burton's gonna, is is great. Obviously, he's going to take a huge load uh, you know, on his shoulders. This you know with this side, but I mean, there were times last year where he did this, the exact same thing for the Panthers. So, you know, I think he's definitely up for it. I feel like um, the, the the talent
3: disparity across the hit the rest of his teammates comp- from last season compared to this is.
1: Yeah, yeah, but it's- the thing, the thing about the thing about the bulldogs is, and like you know, being you know perfectly serious, the bulldogs forward pack, like let's let's you know take the hooker out of the equation, but their forwards have the makings of like you know a forward pack that can do something. You know what I mean? There's some fucking like, penalties in there. To- there's, well, yeah, this is a the thing they can do a lot. They can do a lot of good things, but fuck me, <laughs> Hetherington. Even Luke Thompson had his fucking moments. I mean, mm. he was brilliant as he was in some games. And I mean, Panga he yeah, exactly. So I feel like that the, biggest, the, the biggest factor for the, the biggest factor of the doggies is, is coaching. And I think that they would, they will be able to build something from about round four onwards mm. when they've got a new coach as it stands over the first month, it's going to be tough for them. Uh, you know, I've, they they need a they need a genuine seven. I don't know if uh, if the their new coach that comes in after say round four, if he can sort of resurrect Kyle Flanagan maybe because Avrillo isn't the answer. Uh, I'm surprised he's even got a start in round one. That's yeah, yeah, bizarre. Yeah. And uh, obvi- <coughs> obviously they need you know they need a they need a hooker badly. Um, don't we all, Nathan? <laughs> yeah. yeah, they need a hooker as badly as that that dude that fucking left me hanging with a bunch of Star Wars pops. There's a fucking deep cut for you fellas. Um, now, I, 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 I struggle to. I said I, yeah, you got it. I, I struggle. I struggle to tip the Bulldogs under any circumstances. only because think- of watching watching that preseason. The problem they had last year, except for with the exception of the game against the Tigers, but the problem they had for most of the rest of the season was a total fucking lack of ability to score points. I don't see, I mean, it's great. Yeah, it's great you've got Duffy can do things. It's great you've got Fox, who's amazing. Brent Brent Naden, as well as, you know, he's proven that he's got talent as well and can score tries. But who's going to get them the fucking ball? Like, it's all Burton. If he mm. gets nullified, they will score zero points. And
3: God forbid if he fucking gets injured. <laughs> yeah, yeah, He won't well, be yeah, far off
1: last year. <laughs> well, that just throws him straight back into twenty twenty one with just with better outside backs. Again, <laughs> it, here's here's the thing.
2: Part of part of a a great team and the construction of a great team is that it elevates those mid range players to to fringe great players. Yeah, because of the defensive gravity. That the truly great players demand, you know, and mm. and yeah, he he was lazy and and not as impactful as I would have liked. But but Burton had, you know, Luai, with one of the best running games of any half in the competition. He had Kickow, who with a full head of steam is. Did you say one Burton of the half- was lazy? No, Kickow. Sorry. Lazy. Okay. Um, but you know, Lu- Luai's there. Kickow's there. And then you have got toto oh, outside him. You know the that it, it it it's like, well, okay. You look at South Sydney.
1: <coughs> you're saying uh, to say what you what you're saying though is that is that Burton may have been made to look much better than he actually is by the not, threats around him last year. No, not year that,
2: not made to look better, but his job was made easier. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, so so when he is the focal point of any defence, mm-hmm. well and truly, he's going to have a harder time of it. I think he's got the talent to shine through.
1: Um, but he's going to have a hard year. Yep. And yeah, this is a tough, tough one. A tough one to tip. I'm going because, dogs.
3: I do not I rate the Cowboys
1: I do not, at all. I do. Yeah, I, I don't rate the Cowboys at all either. But I just, it's hard to see where the Bulldogs score points at the same time. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's that's like that's who, it. who wins in who wins in a in a game, a potentially nil or situation. Mm. Maybe it's like you know Tabwa Fadou, just <laughs> breaking free. <laughs> you know, I don't know. But, uh, it's, yeah, certainly looking forward to it being the the, the least enjoyable game of the round. Yes. Okay, so that's round one. So, that brings us to, like, last week we we mentioned we had a mailbag thread going on on the Facebook group, which was a really simple brief, and it was just, uh, what are you looking forward to for season 2022? Whether it be for, you know, your team, the competition in general, and so on. And, uh... I think you got people to clarify somewhat, yeah, you know, who their teams were, and like I, I don't want to hear anything from people like, "Oh, I want my team to win the premiership." Yeah. I mean, no shit, Sherlock. Like, fucking everyone wants their team to win the premiership. I mean, that's I, like I take take that take that as a given.
2: Let me go back. You so, Clevo, He said Nico Hines to give me a wristy in the shark sheds on the day ScoMo loses the election, and Scott looks through the window and cries and poops his pants.
1: All right, that, that there's, is lot to un- there's a lot to unpack there. What well, the election's yeah. going to be, b- mid to late May, right? Yes. So I guess we have to figure out who the sharks are- <laughs> the sharks are playing on that day. That's
2: it. Uh, Shunter said back to back. Surely that's not too much to ask. No, it is not, and it's guaranteed. Guaranteed, he says. Guaranteed, uh, Bennett says, Tommy Turbo to play injury-free, which means mainly Premiership, Blues Origin win, Dally M and Brad Fittler medals back-to-back, Clive Churchill medal and probably immediate entry into the Immortals. There you go. It's possible. Uh, Jordan said, I just want to see improvement. Cowboys are not making the eight. I anticipate this. At least just give me a reason to hope. No, they will not There." I don't
1: think, yeah. I've, I have grave, grave concerns about the season the Cowboys are going about to embark on. That's surreal. it.
2: Um, Simon said, "Home games for the Warriors. Fuck, wouldn't that be nice?" Yeah. Warriors fans again. I, I said it last week. Overtaken Spooner Knights fans as my yep. my tip. The hat to you, the most fans.
1: I should be getting out to a fair few uh, Warriors home games if they if they keep more of them to Redcliffe mm. than Sunny Coast, then I'll I'll probably try and head down to to most of their Redcliffe games just because fuck it. Yeah, 40, 40, 10 minutes down the road can't yeah. beat it.
2: I'll tell you what, I'll I'll help you out. I'll um get a shirt and throw up on it, and it'll probably look like a jersey that they've worn at some stage. Yeah. So you're 40- and then just,
1: just just get a just just get a, a just get a like a posca pen and draw like a tiki on it, and then and then throw up on it, <laughs> and, that'll, and that'll be and that'll look some kind like some kind of memorial, like some some jersey they've like one of the six thousand jerseys they release. That's it. I think uh, that one looks like the flannel shirt.
2: Jai <laughs> said he hopes that the Knights part ways with Ponga. Um, I, look, there's a lot of it in our Facebook group, but are the Knights fan base as a whole starting to come off Ponga? I wonder.
1: Subset, I reckon. I don't think it's as a whole. He's very protected and beloved by his fan base.
2: Okay. Uh, Troy. By and large. Said, I just want to meet Glenn so I can shake his hand. That's fucking That's- wholesome.
1: That is so wholesome. That's, uh, that is so in, in line with your 2022 vibes
2: um, too. Anthony, the fucking the noffer of comments, uh, wants the Dolphins to beat the Broncos on the ladder. So you've rushed up early. <laughs>
1: <laughs> rushed, up, rushed up early and, and they really want to sign some players because at the moment they're playing with like about a pack. <laughs> um,
2: about but it. no, I fucking appreciate the sentiment and uh, hashtag fuck the Broncos. Sam said, King Cloon, guided by Lord Joey, delivering us a premiership after the overrated blokes Ponger and Gagai are dropped to reserve grade. Another one.
1: Another one. The Knights fans are fucking strange, though. Yeah, mate. wow. Conan yeah.
2: said, Maverick Gaia gets a run in Origin and goes on a shard-fueled <laughs> rampage, creating a huge all-in. <laughs>
1: I did enjoy his debut in the trial, though. Oh, I love good. I love I love seeing it. and and yeah similar to to what we saw last year with Yo know, Sexton and um and and Jaden in uh, Campbell in the Titans as well. Just kids getting a shot scoring yeah. some tries and just having a fucking ball. I love yeah, it. Yeah.
2: That's it. Um Chris said I was split between Jared Croker playing a full season in first grade and Raiders winning a premiership. Unfortunately, I don't think I can have both.
1: Well, he's not there this week either. He's number 22. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs>
2: Michael from Strive he said for the twill hosts to get a lucrative Fox Sports TV show deal so I can get airbrushed as fuck when I come on for my annual episode
3: appearance. Oh fuck. Imagine the makeup over the top of his fucking fake tan, now to this ball and with all these new signings he's made. Fuck <laughs> hell. I'll tell you,
2: I <laughs> you ever drive somewhere and like forget to put the radio on? So you find yourself actually like just thinking? actual thoughts
1: in in the abyss with your dark fucking (laughs) thoughts (laughs) (laughs) and your natural personality you sit
3: there thinking why is michael redpath's forehead so fucking big i i I played out an entire
2: fucking scenario where we're like the three of us lobbied netflix or amazon prime or, or one of those like just bottomless money places to pitch for the tv rights to um the NRL. I'd been listening earlier in the day to a podcast with Mark Cuban on it right. t- talking about how the the future of sports broadcasting is streaming. And that yep. and that it's the only thing propping up regular TV. And if only sports could realise that they could go to T V and say, We would like all of your money, please and T V would have to decide to either say yes or become redundant. Yep. Like, yeah, you know, yes, pay them all the money or Cease to exist. Because sport's the only yep. thing keeping free-to-wear TV going in America. Um,
3: it's not far off here.
2: Yeah. Oh, there's enough. An, enough people here are fucking hooked on reality TV. Mate, Neighbours is one up.
1: Fuck. Yeah, that, yeah, but I mean, like, you look at the, you look at the timeline. That's the pretend. Hashtags and everything, that's pretend, the though, of, Glenn. The amount of people watching fucking SAS and married at first sight. and Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> all all that shit. Okay, Yeah, Cunts. survivor. All A that, lot of that's shit. it.
2: That's it. So, um, yeah, and then so I'm thinking that the the downside to that would be that the media, who who control the fucking broadcast, would then just go on a rampage and write nothing but negative stories about everything. But the way to combat that would be to, you know, just go and fucking formalize a bunch of. Yeah, you know, users out there and just make a new media. <laughs> like <laughs> like the market in Australia is so fucking small and easy to control mm. that if Amazon wanted to, they could come in and just like force Buzz Rothfeld to toss my salad, essentially. Um, and then I, you know, I got home, so that finished.
3: Do so you finish we'll with, on with Buzz... I'm just hang it. on. Before you get... Sorry to cut you off. Man. You finished on Buzz Rothfeld... Tossing your salad, got it. <laughs> then I got home, love it. So the train of thought finished when he came. <laughs> That's
2: it. Uh, Levi said for this year to actually be our year. Hashtag keep the faith. No, um, like, the other guy for you. said just one of my Broncos thirteen plus bets to come off, <laughs> and Reynolds didn't to stay get, out did, of hospital.
1: Didn't he get one? I mean, because they were all ridiculous, and like they he didn't he get one last I th- year? I think one did. Yeah.
2: Um, Graham said, Mitch Moses and Parra to fail again. Your wish is granted. Shame. (laughs) No half-assed knee-jerk crackdowns that ruin a few rounds. Yeah, I'm with it. Winston said, NRL chaos off the field. Games unmarred by shit refereeing on the field. Uh, Mick said, my team did not leave it to the last round to win more than two games. Yeah, that's... Uh, Stewart said the standard Tigers goal is finals I think that's a silly thing to want to achieve I'd like to see them aim higher and maybe they'll get in um, it, it's not where you aim that determines if you make the finals it's the quality of rugby league that you play during the season so um, the NRL premiership is oh. not a game of darts if, if you're hitting the wrong one you don't just need to aim higher
3: oh, <laughs> I fucking knew you were going
2: to read that one <laughs> You don't need to adjust your aim, okay? It's, it's, it's the, the result on the field. Um, that's what matters.
1: You 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 interject if there's any that you see there, Glennie, that you want to address. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm, free. I'm
3: enjoying Jay just running with it. <laughs> uh, Matthew said, the
2: impossible dream that no ladies are bashed or raped by an NRL player. Yes, wouldn't that be fucking lovely?
1: Impossible dream.
2: Yeah. Uh, and... Thomas said so the Bunnies to perform strongly. Don't expect a win, but the top four would be nice. Less ladder-focused. I'd like to see our young guys get rewarded with game time instead of then running our very old players into the ground in the fear of the young guys messing up. But really, the Bunnies will suffer the post Wayne blues as so many other clubs do, when that overblown coach finishes ruining their roster. Make the eight just and out in the first round of the finals. Fucking hell. There you go. On that depressing note... That's what do you want? One. What
1: do you? What, what do, you what do you want to see happen this year, stepdad? Either for your team or the competition <clears throat> proper. Um,
2: oh, I fuck for the competition proper. Um, I would like to see the game keep evolving. You know, um, there's been lots of talks of crackdowns or rule changes or this, 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 this. I think if you look at those in isolation, yeah, each and every one of them seems a little bit bit silly and, and definitely fucking annoying. But if you look at the evolution of the game as a whole over the last two years, I think all of these little tweaks and changes have done such a good job of moving it away from that bastardized fucking wrestle thing that Melbourne started to turn it into and then every club followed suit with and and more towards a game that rewards athletic skill and fitness and and you know the occasional piece of individual brilliance like Tommy T doesn't have the season that he had last year 2 years ago he just would have been fucking wrestled into submission I wouldn't have had the chance to perform like he did. So- well,
1: he, he also wasn't on the field because he's fucking yeah, injured. Yeah, yeah he's injured. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, there's 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 players. I'm not I'm not going to name names because it's not in my go. It's not my fucking go. But there's players that you know they've been injured a lot more than Tommy Turbo over the last last year and a half. Leave that Adam Reynolds <laughs> out of this. Fuck's sake. <laughs>
2: um. So that the the evolution of of the game as a whole, further towards something that rewards athletic sporting performance rather than um, exploiting rules to, to control the meta.
1: How about you, Glennie? Um, Can be for the competition or for your team?
3: Similar to, to where Jay was headed, I think... Um, the evolution of the game, but specifically at the the at the pointy end of the competition with teams like Penrith and, and the Roosters, even Sias, you know, Sias have got some big challenges to to stay at the level they were at, given Bennett's gone and Reynolds, etc. So, um, I think it's a it's a challenge for, for Ivan Cleary, given how how good Penrith's been over the last couple of years. Um, now that they've won the comp. The target on their back is that much bigger, and and teams. When we talk about how the games evolved, and and Jay just mentioned, you know Melbourne turned it into a wrestle fuck fucking George St Pierre type fucking ground and pound sort of uh, say, situation. Oh, that's a bad thing though. <laughs> but and now you've got a team like Penrith. It's you know that off the back of their defensive ability they place in scintillating attack, you know, the teams, you know, the, the really good teams will, will play to their strengths and try and nullify what teams like Penrith do. The middle of the Packers will try and evolve to, to say, well, and and the teams that aren't as well coached will say, well, fuck, that's what we need to do. There's The NRL, in large part, is very reactive to what people deem to be working. And I think clearly what Penrith are doing is working. Um, I don't know that there's a talent pool big enough for too many teams to be as good as Penrith are, but, um, you know, the Roosters are coming back as well. And, and, you know, how do they evolve their game to stay ahead of the pack? So it's those those little nuances which I, I enjoy watching play out over the course of a season. And for the Tigers... Um, put some fucking pride back in the club is is what I'm looking for. Um, You know, last season was, was horribly fucking disappointing and culminated in probably one of the darkest days of the fucking, of the club, which is saying something because there's been some fucking shit times over a long time. So, um, you know, there's been a lot of talk as there always is with the Tigers, unfortunately. I wish they'd shut the fuck up and put their heads down there. And they're, you know and and get the work done before they start talking about who's being unleashed and who's training the house down. But they've made some good moves, and let's see if it um, turns around to a, a, an improvement on the field.
1: Nice. What about you? I'm a, uh, look, uh, look I'm, I'm, I'm a simple man, simple pleasures. Yeah, yes, you are. I just want to see all the players go out there and have some fun and nobody get hurt. That's what I really want. And Trent Barrett to be sacked by round four. Manly play him in round three. I'm on board with that. So if Manly can be the coach killers and kill Barrett, I'd fucking love it. Fucking but killing was,
0: the killers.
1: Yeah, but I was, I was looking at the draw, thinking, you know, what if if Manly flogged in you, round do you, three? Do you
2: sing that song while while pleasuring your wife, Glenn? it's
1: <laughs> well, it's a it's a, deep, it's a deep cut, like a listener back in like 2013 remixed something like when I was singing a song, I made a little song up about Coach Kill, or Glenn made a song up about Coach killing. No, it was and you. He re- it was, and, and, and he remixed it and made it like a little EDM, little <laughs> little song, so <laughs> I had to dig into the archives for that one. But I was looking at the draw, and I was like, well, okay, Manly, if Manly can flog the doggies in round three, does that mean that, that Trent gets fired at that point? Who have they got next? Can he redeem himself? And I'm like, holy shit. So I look at the it, NRL draw, and the, cow, and, and, the and the Bulldogs, got I gotta say, the Bulldogs play Manly round three, Storm round four. <laughs> Panthers, round five. Oh! Rabbits, round six. Jesus fucking cross. <laughs> so, if he makes it out of that stretch alive, I'll be very fucking surprised.
2: He will, simply because... And, and I'd forgotten this, but somebody pointed it out to me a little while ago, that the sad thing for the Bulldogs as a club is they're still controlled by by having factions within their board. And... He, to get Trent, one faction won over the other faction. Or, oh, sorry, to, to get rid of the coach before
1: him. Yes, to get, to get rid of pay, it was. Yeah. But, I, th- but um, I think with Gus coming in, he's been given the reins of, you know, everything. Exactly. Which
2: more cements Trent's spot as one yeah. of Gus's favourite sons.
1: Yeah, I think Gus will get really fucking tired of it if the results aren't there and it directly affects him. Like, it's one thing for him to be, you know, coordinating the the Panthers or coordinating the Warriors and watching from afar as his boy is getting fucking smashed from pillar to post. But when he's responsible, you know, for results, then, you know, I think his patience gets, you know, ends a lot quicker than it would otherwise. But see, he's,
2: he's not though. And this is what Gus does very well. He separates himself from results. He's not going to be there and be like, "Well, the Bulldogs aren't winning, so that makes me look poor." You
1: know. No, but I mean, his job is to build the is is to to build the club, yeah, in the direction of success, and, and yeah, the- I think that he'll very quickly, if it becomes clear to him that it's not going to happen with Trent there, then he'll he'll want to move on and get someone in there that you know does represent you know potential success sooner rather than later before he fritters away. Because this year, more than any other, for the Bulldogs. They've invested a lot of fucking money into some names, name players and things like that and you know, people will expect the results to come. This is not like first step in a rebuilding situation for the Bulldogs. They spent massive coin to get guys like Fox and you know. 100%. Yeah, I, and, I you also know, don't
3: think that I don't think Gus is pitching it as it's a finished product either. No. Especially with Marnie coming and
1: yeah, you know, got to, they got to, start, they got to start moving. Yeah, they got to move, they got to start moving in the right way though, real quick.
3: Absolutely, Mate, they, they
2: can finish with the spoon this year, and Trent is safe as houses.
1: Oof. Yeah, I don't know if they can take another spoon. That is a big call. Yeah, a, yeah, I don't think. I mean, what, like he might not, he might not go in round round four, but if they're getting the spoon again, I don't know if you'll see the season. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that is it. That's uh, full-time for episode 444. Thanks for listening, everyone. As always, head to uh, thisweekinleague.com forward slash links, and you get links to all our social media communities, Patreon, and more. Uh, best way to support us, of course, is to become a patron at uh, patreon.com forward slash Nation. Come in and join the fun additional episodes. And if you haven't been a, a patron in the past... Coming up on like uh, 100 additional episodes in there in the archives for you guys to, uh, to listen to. So it's well worth jumping on board. I've uh, got a bunch of, uh, of new patrons just over the last uh, week or so. And uh, so I just want to uh, give out a special shout out to uh, Stephen, Adam, Joe, Sean, Mitch, Ben, and Joshua. Thanks so much for joining. And uh, it's really through the support of our patrons that uh, we can do what we do. So. We thank you very much. Now, any closing words, fellas, before we uh, shut this one down? No, I
3: think we've uh, think we've covered it all. Looking forward to the footy coming back, and depending on how the result goes at uh, seven thirty five PM on Saturday, I may or may not look to forward to the next episode of this show.
1: Yeah, it's always it's always the most fun part of the. Some part of the week when you you it get really your win, that? you get your win, and you're like, "Oh well, great! I don't have to fucking cop it up the ass on Sunday night." <laughs> <laughs> but uh,
3: oh yeah, because I'm sure you're very concerned about how you yeah cry me a fucking river.
1: Hey, look, mate! It's a it's a very even playing field in 2022. Anyone can win on their day. <laughs> you know, no one. No, you can't take anything for granted, Glennie. Feel like that, that I sentiment
3: know. may change dramatically after this weekend's games.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, we will. Uh, I'll t- talk to you fellas again on uh, Sunday for the uh, the wrap up. Well, hey, let's
2: do it. Can't wait. See ya. Later.